3: Friday, Friday, here it is, my friends. It is the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's 8.07, your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always Yes! I want to nah. I want to to you know what doesn't work? What's that? My cell phone yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not funny. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't done for a laugh. Oh, sorry. What's well, it's kind of funny, though. 8.07 right now. Thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And seriously, I want to dig into this. AT&T and a couple of other companies had some problems. Mm-hmm. There was a system overwhelmed. Was it a bad software? Was it an incorrect process? We'll get to that. But first, we have other important issues we want to deal with as well. And our very special guest from Gun Owners of America, the Florida representative, Louis Valdez. Good morning, sir. How are you?
0: Good morning, and the, uh, the AT&T issue, yeah, that was my fault. I decided to stream Star Wars Bad Batch again. Uh-oh. <laughs> Practical uh, system. Yeah,
3: please don't do that again. Um, we're going to get into that, but right now I know you follow uh, Florida law, the lawmakers, what they're up to, anything related to guns. They're talking about long guns and going back to 18 years old to be able to purchase a long gun as it historically has been, They changed it after the Stoneman uh, Douglas Massacre, and they put it to 21. Now they're talking going back to 18. Thoughts on that, and where are we legislatively on that?
0: Legislatively, House Bill 1223 passed committee on Wednesday. We were there all Wednesday morning and afternoon fighting for that bill. And the uh, gun grabber's mindset is that, Someone under the age of 21 doesn't have the mental capacity to own and purchase a long gun. But, of course, I brought up during the committee debate the fact that in Florida, you could be 19 years old and be a police officer, be armed with a firearm, be entrusted and authorized to enforce that very law, and, if necessary, use deadly force to affect the enforcement of that law. So their entire argument was shot. The bill passed committee. It's going to the floor of the house now for a vote if the house speaker lets it uh schedule it schedules it for a floor vote but it's now going to the floor for a full vote but the issue is is that senate president kathleen pasademo says it's dead on arrival she refuses to let that bill advance in the senate and this is a second year in a row now that this has happened
3: uh, and, and what her constituents are they aware of this kind of uh, you know attitude that she has?
0: Her constituents are aware, and in the end, she doesn't care. She's term limited. This is mm. the downside of term limits. When you're term limited, you're answerable to no one. Uh, even the Republican Party of Florida uh, had HB 1223 on their legislative priority list and she, I don't have her exact quote in front of me, but she basically made a comment to the effect of, well, I don't listen to the RPOF. I don't listen to, law, to anyone else. I listen to what I want to do, and I'm not letting it happen. Tough luck.
3: Wow. That's not really how a representative republic works, or certainly not how it should work. Um, that's interesting. I, I love your argument about hey you could be a gun and badge carrying uh a law enforcement officer at 19 in florida um and then of course there's always the military argument as well if these people aren't mentally capable of having a firearm oh why would we uh why would we have them as part of the military at that age
0: Uh, i'll go even a step further You can be an elected member of the legislature (laughs) under the age of 21, so you have the mental capacity to draft and vote on laws, but you don't have the mental capacity to own a firearm. That's a very hard argument to sell.
3: Well, maybe that explains Kathleen's actions there. (laughs) Yeah, let's – all right, so uh, you don't think it is going to go any further because of her – Uh, She said dead on arrival, literally, huh?
0: Yeah, she said dead on arrival uh, a week or two ago when it passed its first committee. Um, And it's going to be the same issue with House Bill 17. Uh, That bill would revise Florida to going back to how it was prior to Parkland with waiting periods. Right now, FDLE can indefinitely stonewall and drag out a background check denying someone the ability to uh, purchase a firearm. Prior to Parkland, it was very simple. FDLE had three days. At the three-day mark, if they couldn't complete the background, a, uh, a, an authorization was given to the dealer for them to release the firearm to the buyer. And that's in accordance with federal law. Because even uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms says the same thing. Hey, you have three days. If you can't complete the background check, the guy or the gal could pick up their gun, but FDLE under uh, the post-Parkland, they take forever, and they have dragged their butts on numerous people. And the worst thing is when they're challenged with lawsuits, suddenly FDLE finds all the information they need and approves the, uh, the background check. Miraculously, it that, just happens what, like that.
3: What a great example of infringing on our rights in sort of a, a backdoor way by, if they choose to, um, just slow the whole thing down. Just drag it on out. And what you're doing is you're depriving people of their God-given rights uh, by doing that, by dragging it out. And yeah, God forbid that somebody with a restraining order against a violent person um, you know, is their situation is dragged out, and they don't have a means to defend themselves and something bad happens, which we know for a fact that has occurred in the past, don't we?
0: Oh, that happens uh, specifically in New Jersey. You had a woman who was the victim of, of her ex. She was She had multiple police reports. She had multiple restraining orders filed against the guy. She applied for a permit to purchase a firearm, let alone carry a firearm, because that's how draconian New Jersey is. And the end result was New Jersey slow-rolled her application process. And what she get for it? She got murdered in her own driveway. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. I and since
0: this is February, this is, you know, we're still in February, and this is Black History Month, let me give you a historical example. Martin Luther King was denied a permit to purchase and carry a firearm because they slow-rolled and uh, used the background check system in uh, Montgomery County, Alabama, as a ways to deny him a firearm. And they didn't deny him a firearm because he was a criminal. They denied him a firearm because he was a civil rights activist trying to make equality for all Americans.
3: Wow. Hey, uh, real quick before we run out of time. uh, Red flag laws, I know you're not a fan to begin with. Um, Are there some worthwhile things, though, they're trying to do to adjust these red flag laws?
0: Yes, there's a bill that's uh, been advancing um, that would turn the red flag law more into a yellow flag law. Basically, it, it gives uh, uh, a person accused the ability to have a lawyer represent them during the process. So it's it's not a full repeal. We want a full repeal, but there is a bill that at least lessens it. So, you know, as they say, you got you eat an elephant one bite at a time. So that's the goal is to lessen the effects until we could finally get rid of this in its entirety. But the biggest issue of all of this comes down to the governor. And the governor promised that he is pro gun, that he would support bills, that he would support legislation. Well governor, actions speak louder than words and your inaction is deafening right now because he hasn't lifted a single finger to bully pulpit for any pro gun builder session.
3: Yeah, quit shouting that Florida's free and freedom and all that if you're not going to back it up. And that's uh, pretty high on the uh, you know list of rights is uh, number two, in fact. So, hey, we love what you do. Louis Valdez, Gun Owners of America, Florida representative. Uh, thanks for coming on the air with us, and uh, we appreciate you.
0: Thank you, gentlemen. Keep on doing what you do.
3: All right, and uh, we will talk with you soon. It's 816. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The Weekend is here. Going to use your cell phone? Of course. It never leaves your side, right? But it didn't work yesterday, at least not for me. Are we getting the real story? We'll dig into that next on 97.3 The Sky.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet?